0: Hey, it's Bartender Journey, episode number 31. Vince here. We've got a great interview today with a bartender and the owner of the establishment where she works. And They're down in Florida. And uh, we're going to talk about bartending and cocktails and the restaurant business in general. And um, here it comes. Hey.
1: What's
2: up, Kelly? Hi. Uh, Jacquette
1: just had to step out and um, Cash somebody
0: out. Oh, okay. All right. How is it? How is it there? A busy day?
1: Uh, there's a brunch on Sundays and it gets pretty busy. I wasn't here working it though. So I oh, can't no. see you guys. You can, can you see me?
0: Yeah, we see you. Oh. <laughs> uh, hmm. I wonder why you can't see us. Now?
1: Oh, there we go. All right. Oh, well, You've got a big setup.
0: Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I should turn so I can see you. Uh, so, wow. So, how long have you been bartending?
1: I've been bartending for off and on about um, since 2007. So, what's that, like six years?
0: Oh, okay. And uh, how'd you get started?
1: I started uh, cocktailing at a bar in Michigan, uh, the Loading Dock. It's now, sadly, it's closed, but that's a live band venue, and they use a lot of cocktail waitresses to work the, it was an old, like a warehouse. Uh-huh. So, so I worked my way up there. They gave me the happy hour crew. Eventually all the old guys that come in and drink Bud Lights at, uh-huh. you know, from like two to seven.
0: Yeah. I got a lot of those too. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Kelly, this is Vanna. What's going on?
1: Oh, uh, good. Going good. Cool.
2: Well, I appreciate you uh, setting this up. And uh, how long did it take you to get comfortable behind the bar?
1: Uh Well, starting out, Uh, during the happy hour really helped because, you know, those guys are more relaxed, and they, like I said, they just drank, like, beer and whiskey, so they would let me practice shots on them, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't too high pressure, and then so... I don't know, maybe a couple months.
2: Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And your your style, because I see that you uh, you work at the Museum of Art in Boca. Yeah. Do you, do you apply like the art theme to bartending?
1: I you know I totally do because uh, here at Moonshine, they we get a lot of artist type people, not just musical artists, because we have uh, DJs and bands here. But visual artists too, like we have live painting, live graffiti during DJ sets. Oh wow! And, um, so the artists come in, and like last night, I met a really cool um, artist's lawyer. So we had a lot to talk about um, representing artists and their stakes in the community. And you know, I mean, everyone can, everyone has an opinion on art. So it's it's a really yeah. good. Yeah,
0: actually, I want to uh, maybe I'll talk to you offline. My my dad was a great artist and uh, I have like a whole storage locker full of full of paintings. I don't know what to do with them all. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a huge like 10 by 10 storage locker full of paint. He made so many paintings. You could actually you can probably see this one here. Right?
1: I Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh.
0: I'll you know, get in touch with you later, see if you have any ideas of what I should do with all this. <laughs> There's only so many to fit in my house, you know? Great. <laughs> right. So cool. So what kind of, uh, the place where you're working now, we should introduce you. We didn't even introduce you. This is Kelly. These are our listeners.
2: Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you're at this, it's in, in Miami, Boca, right? Miami?
1: It's in, uh, the yeah, the bar's in Miami. It's in a neighborhood called MIMO, which stands for Miami Modern. So that's in the like downtown part of Miami that's on the on the shore. It's not on Miami Beach. Okay. But this is the artsy area of Miami, um, Wynwood and the Design District. That's where the uh, Miami Art Basel happens every year. Uh, so that's kind of where the, the cool kids hang out, I think. Oh. All right. So
2: you bartend at Moonshine and Sweet Saloon, and it's in all
1: one place? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can see. No, you can't really see behind me. The Sweet Saloon. It's like a late-night lounge place, and that hosts the live music. And the moonshine area is more like the restaurant. We have an outside garden patio, and uh, we serve Thai, Vietnamese, and Japanese food. Um, So we don't really do a lot of live performances in there, although we have done a lot of uh, naked sushi where we get like a a naked girl to come in, lay down, and then they put the sushi all over her body, and people come up. Really? (laughs) <laughs>
2: what night is that <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to one of my questions there Kelly <laughs>
1: we haven't done one in a while but um, yeah it's like once a month usually so
2: you could look like you have uh, sick live bands there and then Thursday and Friday there's no cover charge is that correct
1: right actually it's it's almost never a cover charge uh, oh, wow. so it's a big band spot yeah um, all the, all the local people we like to focus on local miami bands there's a lot of talent here you know lots of international acts come through but we like to focus on the local guys
2: wow and you pole dancing i saw that too right
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> i have i don't know what happened that night i wasn't here but <laughs> 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 there's polls everywhere all over miami so that's just kind of a common <laughs> <laughs>
2: and i i've just your web, the the websites are so much information that at the Sweet Saloon, it's numerous photo shoots have been shot there.
1: Yeah, um, we should probably have Jacques talk about that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool. He set it up pretty cool. Um, it has like a retro theme. Everyone says it reminds them of like 70s, like French new wave m- movies or something. There's a lot of uh, red light and like sparkly Things, chains hanging down. Um, it's a really neat look. I want to check it out. But yeah.
0: <laughs> so do you do a lot of uh, interesting cocktails now or uh, you're not still stuck with the shot in a beer crowd or are you? Right.
1: No, we have a pretty cool menu. Um, my favorite, well, I'll just launch into it since All I don't know what Jacques doing. doing. Uh, we make our own moonshine here. That's where the namesake came from. We take uh, grain alcohol; it's called diesel, actually. And we cut up a lot of ginger, like a lot, a lot of ginger. And then we put it; we mix it with a little bit of simple syrup, and we put it in a container. We let it uh, kind of meld for about a month, and then uh, then that yields our moonshine. And we use that in a lot of drinks. And the drink that I like to make, that I think is the best with it, is the moonshine mojito. Uh, So that's sake, like a kind of like a table sake and then the moonshine shot and then, you know, fresh mint and um, limes. And since we're in Miami, we grow our own, you know, herbs out back and get from trees. (laughs) What from trees? We get a lot of fruit from trees. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, yeah, there's usually a kind of um, homeless people walk around, and they go pick it up, and then they wheel it around in a grocery cart. Then they come up to the door, they'll, like, sell it to you. But we do also buy from, like, produce. Companies.
0: <laughs> so, it, so it falls off the tree behind the restaurant, and then they, the homeless people come around and sell it to you at the front door. You give I them a it. tip. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Well, uh, what else? What other cocktails do you like making?
1: Well, last night I was working on the... B fifty two, but like, I think they make that everywhere. Do you know that
0: one? Yeah, I know that from, uh, you know, from my youth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a la- okay. layered shot, you know, yeah. done yeah. correct. Uh, yeah. That was That's real. That was real popular. I used to when I was younger. There was this bar. Yeah. I go went to all the time. And the bar, the bar was made out of this old Cadillac. It was it was so cool. It was called the Red Spot. And the, the, the whole bar, like they they cut off the top of the old Cadillac and they put the bar on top. It was really cool. Where was but, it? In Staten Island.
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> But, yeah, that's my memory of the B-52. <laughs> we,
1: we use a lot of sake in drinks. That's where most of the drink specials come from. It's a, it's a really versatile liquor. Uh, you can mix it with vodka, all sorts of mixers, the lychee. Lychies, we use a lot of lychees because of the Thai focus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't think I ever made a
0: drink true. with sake. How about you? No. Never, right? Huh.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. It's my favorite.
0: That's cool. I never thought of that. Well, we don't carry it where I work, so yeah, that's probably no, why I never made one.
2: <laughs> I'll try it at home sometime. Kelly, what's this we'll just we'll wait for uh, the owner. We'll talk about a little more about bartending. What's the craziest thing you've seen behind a bar while working?
1: Uh, I don't know. We, we can
2: go back to that if you have mm-hmm. to go and recall
1: more. <laughs> you know, it's pretty here in Moonshine. It's pretty chill. Um, when I worked in Michigan at um, Dillinger's, it that's a bar that's very packed full it's in traverse city it's like a resort town kind of um in the northern part of michigan okay and uh so they get just packed full of people in the summer and uh there's just kind of like a lot of fights and things most of the crazy things i saw were bartenders playing practical jokes on each other and stuff (laughs) um as a cocktail waitress in michigan at the loading dock the first bar i mentioned um Unfortunately, they made the cocktail waitresses clean the bathrooms every night at the end of the shifts, and there were there were big bartender guys that worked, but they always made like the little cocktail waitress girls clean the bathrooms. And we had a, a night called Pint Night, which was on a Wednesday, and you could get a pint for a dollar, anything on draft. So that night got pretty rowdy, and um, I just have to say that <laughs> in the men's bathroom <laughs> should never. <laughs> never put anything in a men's bathroom that's not like bolted down, because not even that will get stolen, but those guys would, I'm talking like ripping a coat hook off the wall and shoving it down the toilet. There was just a series of weeks where there was always something shoved in the toilet, and then at the end of the night there'd be like three little cocktail girls in there like drinking our employee drinks, trying to like not cry and figure out how to just some gauge the item from the toilet <laughs> wow alright that is
2: crazy uh, well what what annoys you as a bartender that mm-hmm. you can uh, just just pet peeves like I hate when people tap on a bar you know if they go hey hey you know that, that drives me crazy but is there anything that stands out
1: well you guys mentioned in one of your previous podcasts the pulling out the wallet pulling out some money and then just kind of stuffing it back in again the reach yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I can tell the, for people that deal with cocktail waitresses, um, I would recommend to them that they don't walk up to the bar with like 20 drinks all at once to give you, like if they could make shorter trips, like five at a time, because, you know, if you're not a dedicated cocktail waitress bartender, then you don't want to wander over there to help them out and then get stuck for like 20 minutes making drinks that you're going to get tipped out like two bucks on. So...
0: Yeah, we, where I work, uh, the policy is the wait, the wait staff doesn't tip us out. Why oh, that's the great. policy, I don't know. Okay. But it it kind of sucks. We're setting the mood
2: pretty positive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't, sucks, I don't understand man. that thing Come at all. On. And then, you know, so then you're getting, you, know, you're, you got your paying customers at the bar that you want to take care of, and then you got the machine go. you know, we got the machine, I hate that noise. It was like, this <laughs> so I got to go make drinks for the, you know, for the wait staff. Socks. Yeah, Ridiculous. I hear that.
1: in My dreams that. I know. I heard one.
0: <laughs> I heard one this morning. I I uh I went to a wedding last night and then this morning went out to uh the uh breakfast in the hotel, and and it, you know here I'm like barely awake and I hear that noise <laughs> like connection like, you know like flashback. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. Do you? I feel like I should go grab. Jacques. Do you want to put this on pause for a minute? Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> let me okay. This is Jacques
2: Hello. Pause. <laughs> Thank you for joining hey, us.
1: Vincent. And Vano.
2: And Dan, How you doing, man? What's
3: going on, man? Nice to meet you both. Likewise. So
0: how long you uh, own this place?
3: Oh, man. This guy, I'm getting into my eight years. Eight. Oh,
0: wow. wow. And uh, how did you get into the restaurant business?
3: Oh, that's a long time. A long story from New York City. I'm French, but I moved to uh, the state in '84, And I moved to South Florida on uh, 1990. So it's been 23 years I'm on my own. And I believe I opened nine places over the, the years. Wow. That's, that's what I do. Where, where in New York City? Where, Like what places? Uh, I live all over the place. I was a Guido. I was French during <laughs> Brooklyn, you know. A lot of sublet, a lot of, you know, moving around, you know. I live all over the place. So I feel like New York is home, you know.
2: Bensonhurst, Brooklyn?
3: <laughs> no, I live in DeKalb. All right. All what? right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn's so popular. And Brooklyn's like the new... The, the um, new Soho. Uh, yeah, totally. Where
3: are you guys located? Where are you guys?
0: We're just uh New York We're in New York just north of the city.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh yeah, we were hearing a little bit about the uh, cocktails you serve there.
2: We'd like yeah. to hear more. I like <laughs> this Orient uh, Express, the uh, Dragon Tattoo. Miss Sa- yeah, That's a mi- Miss Saigon, these are great drinks.
3: Yeah, that's uh you know, we had like uh, at one point we have like very talented people behind the bar, so we start doing like a little bit of mixologists, you know. I mean She's part of them, the <laughs> team, and uh, our specialty, I mean, our name is Moonshine, right, Moonshine. So, we do all own Moonshine here. We don't have to be in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, gally was <laughs> telling
0: us. That's cool.
3: So, uh, the only the only difference, like, you know, is a recipe that we get, like, uh, I, I get it from my mom, you know, so it's an infusion, it's not distillery involved. It's, like, more an infusion of uh, grain alcohol mixed with vodka, and we take, you know, the roof, and we marinate it for, like, you know, 45 days, and we you know we give that away uh you know to most old table and we do funky drinks with it we do like a Joe martini you know we do a lot of different things with that liquor nice so that that came, what the name came up from you know
0: yeah there's a lot of that now you know infusions and self um i don't know if you heard me talking on the podcast i got this little little barrel and uh i i bought um corn uh, moonshine basically it's moonshine and it uh, ages in this little barrel and then it turns into bourbon you know once because oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, they're saying a lot of people take those uh, barrels and put them behind the bar, and then they'll put uh, a Manhattan in there. So it's like you know, it's a, specific to that bar. You know, they 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 make a batch of it and they age it in the barrel. Nice. So that yeah, that's pretty cool.
2: Real signature drink.
3: Yeah, that gives a nice uh, woody taste. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been tasting this every you know every once a week or something, to see how it evolves. You know, it's fun.
2: I, I saw your uh, I was reading the menu on the ice cream tempura. That looks. Uh-huh. That sounds delicious
3: yeah, it is good. This is a uh, number one dessert, but you know it is a very good dessert. It sells very well. Our number one dessert is sticky mango. It does. It's like sweet, sweet fresh mango. Uh, you know, cooked with sweet rice, cooking coconut, mm-hmm. uh, and it comes with sesame seed and like uh, you know, coconut is mixed with condensed milk, so it gives and and it's served on a banana leaf, so it gives a very nice texture. But only when the ripe. Uh, the mangoes ripe, you know, because mm, in wow. Florida we don't mango, but you just have to pick the mango at the right time, you know. Otherwise, it's fiber or you know. Mm, I love mangoes.
2: <laughs> what do you What do you look for, sir, in a bartender, if they come and, and impl- you know inquire
3: about work? Is there certain characteristics? What stands out for me is we are in the hospitality, so uh, when I watch a new employee behind the bar, I like you know I like to see things. Then you know, if she, the bartender was behind the bar in her place, you know. Get a feel of customer welcome, you know, smiling, you know, suggesting product that we have for sale, you know, giving like a, a, a flavor to the direction by, you know, herbs of, you know, the specialty things that we have. Try to get into like a, a conversation and try to see what the person is looking for to experiences because the things about restaurant is so many different restaurant variety of drinks and food that mostly people are a little bit intimidated by that so they have the tendency to always go to the same thing they know because yeah. they you know they don't they want they don't want to feel retarded or by not knowing but at the at the, uh, the end they want to make sure that what they order is what they like you know what i mean yeah so the bartender had need to put that feel a little smoother to have to build confidence about whatever she's recommending you know
0: i i've run into that now where i'm working except not with the customers with the owners I said, you know, we should. I've suggested a couple of new cocktails, and they're like, well, you know, people people want what they know, and uh, I don't know if anybody really order that. I'm like, you know, people don't know. If they don't know about it, they're not going to order it, you yeah, know?
3: Exactly. <laughs> it's like the the people who said the new kids, like, you know, oh, you, we, I like your resume, but, you know, you don't have no experience. But the guy just get out of school, so one day, you know, we have to give him a chance. Otherwise, he's never going to get a job, right? <laughs> because mm-hmm. he has no experience. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Posing product, I believe you know it's true. Mm-hmm. So tell your boss then you want your drink to be exposed. I do, <laughs> you know.
0: I, I want to do a. I want to do a um, Irish whiskey stone sour because it's a, It's an Irish bar, so I was. You know, I thought that would be good. I don't right? see
3: Kelly no more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Should we hug too? No, let's not. But,
2: uh, and I was telling Kelly, I was I read on the website that. Uh, the Sweet Saloon has you know, featured for uh, best lo- b- numerous locations for photo shoots.
3: Yeah, I mean, Sweet Saloon, it's uh, it's Moonshine Lounge. We call it Saloon because we're sick of lounge in yeah. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so Saloon, uh, yes, we're doing a lot of different things, a lot of different gig. you know. So we have comedy, we have poetry and, and, and talent. So, we have, you know, we have a reggae night. So we try to give, like, to diversify. You know, we're coming up with uh, also... Uh, Something on Monday is gonna be, you know, when the football starts. You know, we gonna have a a sport team in that music joint. Then, you know, we don't do no sport. So that's new thing. So we always try to do different feature gigs to give a little bit of because we neighborhood, we like to give to the community a little bit of different flavor and not just categorizing ourselves to just a music place. You know, mm-hmm. so we are bistro, we are eatery, in a place to get a drink first. And attached to that, we have, you know, all the entertainment that we put together for our guests, you know. So that's what Moonshine and Sweet Saloon is about. It's a local hangout. Nice. Well, I'll tell you, if I'm ever in the 305, I will definitely uh, check it out. Yeah. Be my guest, I work six days a week. so <laughs>
2: Nice. <laughs> doesn't
3: all? work hard, but she will. Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have to try to get uh, down there. Do you ever go to the, any of the events, the Tales of the Cocktail or the uh, Nightclub and Bar Show? Uh,
3: not enough. I You know, we represent, we go to, um, you know, there is a festival at the Miami Beach Convention Center, a wine festival. But, you know, we dropped that because our wine sale went down compared to the sake boost. You know, we sell a lot of sake because we're Asian. And at one point, we lost interest into wine because, you know, we go sake. But that that joint represents sake as well. So, But we don't represent our name to the salon anymore. We go just as a guest, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll meet up. some I'm. We're. We're both planning to go to the uh, nightclub and bar show in Vegas in 2014. I'm definitely going back to Tales of the Cocktail because that was amazing.
3: What month is that? You
0: know. Uh. The next March 2014. That's the uh, nightclub and bar yep. in Vegas. Vegas. The, i I'm right it. Yeah. But then the um the Tales of the Cocktail was was amazing. That's in New Orleans, and it's um what was it? It was just it was July.
3: Yeah.
2: It was
0: just a few weeks ago, so that was. Uh, that was awesome, man. I mean, it was incredible. <laughs> that definitely worth going. You're not you're not that far away. No,
3: no, no.
2: Very close. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. oh, it was an amazing event.
2: Kelly, this is for you, my friend. What advice would you give to bartenders starting out?
1: Um, you know, there is something that I noticed that uh, I would say. Well, maybe it's more of like a second level recommendation because you guys talk about re- memorizing the drinks and the ingredients and all. That's very important. But you know, I was thinking about how. After you do that, it's important to memorize the pricing at your bar or restaurant because you can work so much faster uh, if, say, like three people walk up to the bar at one time and you can just kind of go down the line. If you know the drink prices, then you can say, what do you want? Two beers that's $11. You want a beer and a cocktail that's $16, blah, blah, blah. And then so... As you're talking to them and taking the order, you can also be getting the drinks out. Instead of like a one-off where you walk back and forth, I think the bartenders get relaxed and maybe rely on the computer a lot because it's always right there. So you can like take an order, type it in, the big number comes up on the screen and you tell them. But if you already have the prices memorized, you can tell them, be grabbing the beer, be getting another order, and then, you know, like John Taffy, whatever, um, he recommends that you know it only takes two minutes to get a drink but i think if you are telling somebody the price of the drink then you get extra time as they're like fishing around in their purse for their wallet or the guy's pulling his wallet out so you can take an extra minute and be handling three people at a time uh rather than um you know the clock starting running immediately after
0: yeah that's a good point Actually, not nah, Cool. You know, something I want to talk about, maybe in the future, that's is the it. POS systems, the point of, you know the computers, because uh, I'm fine. I've been at this new bar now for about I don't know five six weeks, and uh, I'm still fine. The the computers just there's too much stuff in there, you know, and everything's in a different menu, and it's like really unwieldy. So uh, it's some I I All actually right. know a guy that's a specialist in this. Maybe we'll get him on the show. Cool. Cool. But uh, yeah, I find that do you have do you have like. Uh, Different menus. Is there a lot of stuff in your computer, or is it pretty easy to sort through?
1: It is. Yeah. Well, Jacques essentially sets it up. Uh, you know, he gets to decide how it looks on the screen to us. So yeah. he sets it up so that each button, as it's kind of in a, you know, a stacked kind of a chart. So the ones at the top cost, you know, like eight dollars, and then the next level of buttons down would be nine, ten. So you could just glance at it and see the type of liquor listed. So he and
0: basically he's trying to get you to sell the most expensive stuff cuz it's faster.
1: <laughs> no.
2: No. You son of a No. Jack, uh, explain yeah. to me sir this uh cuz I'm really this really caught my interest. This is naked sushi?
3: This is Naked right, sushi is cheap, guys. 300 bucks an hour. Oh, okay. Like so don't it's... get excited. Don't have the ending, all right? <laughs> Right. It's, uh, it's, we sell that a lot, you know, mostly for party. Even corporate party. now kind of ask questions about it. This is a nice lady, you know, almost naked, of course. Um, we dress banana leaves on her body and we dress 125 pieces of sushi. And, uh, you know, there is a refill. So it feeds like 25, 20 people, you know, and usually some people buy like a couple of hours, you know, like that they have. And to eat sushi on a plate. Get sushi on a nice lady, and you take your plate and you pick from her. You know,
0: makes sense to me. <laughs> oh, wow!
3: <laughs> so it's very artistic, you know, it's uh, it's very sexy, and you know, and it's pretty cool because you know, nothing touches skin, everything you know is between banana leaves and sushi. Interesting, uh, very interesting. actually have a lot of requests for that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet. <laughs>
0: uh, it's fe- I'm assuming it's n- normally female, but uh. Uh, you know, if you need somebody for a bachelorette party or something, I can fly down.
3: <laughs> All right, we called you guys. We called you.
2: <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm really, I want to go check you guys out. Definitely. The idea, because I just, I, at, this past Friday, I was out with my first job. I have a corporate gig. And we went to a, just a, like a bar restaurant and we left at 12. But if we were at a place like yours where we could just eat and then like have like the entertainment, you know, with live music and everything, and
3: it, it'd be great.
1: Stop, shop. Yeah, I'm
3: gonna gonna get you a present if you come with your friend. I'm gonna bring the present and give you an idea of what you're getting. Okay, I'll be right back. All right, okay. let's see.
2: <laughs> Is it
0: the naked sushi lady?
2: Oh man. Cali, <laughs> <laughs> he's a trip. Holy cow, he's a funny yeah. dude. He's
1: fun. Everyone's Jack. <laughs> How long have you been working there? Uh, three, four. So it's off and on for three or four years. Wow. Um, yeah, the museum job is my 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, so.
2: Wow. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: This oh, they? is a
3: cocktail, guys, with a one-yard-long straw, and that fits 10. So if you come 10, I will swing a complimentary giant typhoon for you guys. Wow. Wait a minute, is
0: Holy. that the is that the glass that comes in?
3: That's the glass, and that's the straw. <laughs> Holy cow. The straw is tall as me. The- <laughs> wow. <coughs> What's yeah. in the drink? What is it,
1: ah. Uh, you can choose from. Actually, I think some of the ones you read off of are options. It's just a large. Yeah,
3: Miss Seigen comes big. You know. Yeah.
2: What's the? D- describe the dragon tattoo. I mean, what kind of drink is What's that?
3: The dragon tattoo. I. You don't mind if I put my glasses, Paul, right? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Mekong. Mekong is a. It's a very nice spirit. It's from Thailand. Spicy. Oh, yeah? It's a very spicy. Is a is a Thai rum. You know, and that's the main ingredient. Oh. And And. Um, We have a Creole shrub. This is from Martinique, you know, and Creole shrub, it is. Creole shrub is like a, it's like a raw sugar, uh, sugar syrup. Okay. It's like, you know, in the Caribbean, they use tea punch with agricole rum. Mm -hmm. And they put that little simple syrup was made from the, you know, the same cane that then do the rum, right? That's called shrub. Okay. So that's the sweetness. (laughs) All right. We have the spice from the rum, the sweetness from the shrub and uh and after we put a little bit of frangelico, you
1: know
3: mm. liquor some lime juice and guava juice to make like you know it's a long drink so the the you know the guava juice mm-hmm. makes the uh, tropical flavor so that sells very well mm. it's very good they're uh yeah, unusual
2: great. ingredients yeah. So. Yeah. wow nice <laughs> did you guys invent that drink
3: yeah wow impressive uh, i mean you know we select those three typhoon we select like the the most popular cocktail, and people really liked it, and we created in a big size. Mm-hmm. So it's you know we put a sparkler, you know, and the, the, when the mm-hmm. the vase, I mean, when the giant glass go around the dining room on the lounge, everybody says, oh, what is that? You know, with yeah. the sparkler.
2: I want one. Yeah. I I want one,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: Zero, no problem. We'll be right
2: there. <laughs> Talk about a happy meal, huh? <laughs>
3: Wow, fascinating, my friend, fascinating. So you remember that one, right? When you come back to Florida, this is yours.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, we'll be there. Thank you, absolutely.
2: (laughs) Very cool.
0: Awesome. All right, uh, guys. Yeah, we won't keep you any longer. I'm sure you got plenty to do. There's always something to do in a restaurant, right? Both of you. Same here, enchanté. Enchanté, <laughs> enchanté.
3: <laughs> hey,
2: you guys uh, want to plug anything? Websites, Twitter accounts, anything? Oh, we
3: love to. What do we have to do? Just tell us.
1: Oh. Just
3: tell about Facebook?
1: Yeah, well, well, it's www.moonshine.com.
3: Moonshine.com is the website, yes.
1: We have a bunch of uh, Facebook accounts, so you want to look at the Moonshine okay. Asian yeah, yeah, yeah. Bistro. Okay, hold on. There's a Sweet Saloon one, too.
3: Okay. Okay, Moonshine Bistro is for the restaurant, for the for the bistro. It's Moonshine Bistro on Facebook. And if you go Sweet Saloon for the saloon on Facebook as well. All right. Awesome. Here.
0: We'll check that out. Now,
3: if you want to go Twitter, and Twitter is, and the winner is, and Twitter is Moonshine Bistro at Moonshine Bistro. So mm-hmm. that's our Twitter account. All right. You're more than welcome to
1: follow us. Follow us, and that'd be we'll great. Put a naked Sushi Lady pictures up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alright. <Awesome>. Very cool. <laughs> well,
1: All right. Thank you again. Thank you guys.
3: <laughs> Take care. Nice to meet you both. That's nice of you too.
2: So what'd you think of that interview? They were cool people, huh? Uh, outstanding. Excellent. I hear that stuff that inspires me. Yeah. Just inspires me as a bartender. How many? How long has he's been at it? How many restaurants? Open nine I mean, restaurants. I mean, it's outstanding. Wow, that's mean, Wow, that's
0: outstanding. That's yeah, a professional. That's a true professional for you. Yeah. Great
2: personality. Yeah. That's that's a guy I want to work for. Yeah. You mean like or that? or I, have a drink with. Yeah, both. <laughs> you know what I mean? So.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, it's great having uh, these interviews with uh, bar owners and the, um, the distillers and everything else. But um, yeah, if you're an owner you, or you got a brand or whatever it is that you make uh, or establishment you own we'd like to talk to you about if it's related to bartending that is so
2: uh and you know we don't forget we want bartenders as well yeah if you're a bartender as well and you want to bring your bar owner on that's a great uh you want to earn brownie points say hey listen i have this podcast i've been listening to and we could talk about our uh place that place that you own and where i work it's huge i mean we have listeners all over the world
0: yeah yeah, we have you know, uh, the United States of course is our our bulk of our audience, but yep. our second our second is uh, Germany, believe it or not.
2: Guten Tag. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right. Well, cool. We'll wrap this up. Uh, remember, you can get a hold of me at bartender at gmail.com or on Twitter at Barkeep Tips. Remember our website, bartenderjourney.weebly.com. And uh, you can listen to the show there or link to iTunes. And uh, I always try to put sh- some kind of show notes. We'll put a link up to um, – you know, this, the restaurant, the folks we were just talking to, for sure.
2: All right, and you can reach me, email at bartender2222 at gmail.com. And you can reach me at Vance Vano. And again, if you want to set up an interview, you can reach either myself or uh, Vince, and we will uh, set it up. It's always
0: interesting to see like who, who contacts me and who contacts you. I guess we, uh, you know, resonate with different people or whatever. Yeah, it's all good, man. It's, yeah, it's all good, one, all good.
2: One team, one goal. <laughs>
0: exactly. All right. Well, uh, do please get in touch, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Take care.